Welcome to Simply Financial with your financial coach, Kevin Ray. In today's investing environment, there's a lot of clutter. If you're tired of the talking heads and financial noise, this is the show for you. Today, we'll help you find simple solutions to financial challenges. We'll show you how to achieve your financial goals and get answers to your toughest questions. Simply Financial with Kevin Ray starts now. Hey, welcome to another edition of Simply Financial. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray. He is a financial coach at Inside Folios, serving you all throughout the Tri-City area with offices based in Pinconning. You can find Kevin online at insightfolios.com. On today's program, we're going to talk about being older, but also wiser. The old quote, age is the price of wisdom. We're going to talk about how that applies to the financial world. We've got some listener questions to answer today as well. Also, we're going to talk about how retirement planning today is a lot different than it used to be when perhaps our parents walked away from their last paycheck and what that means for your retirement if that's on the horizon for you in the next couple of years. Can't wait to get to all of it. But first, Kevin, hello to you, my friend. What's going on in your side of things? Well, Walter, you know, we had a good Labor Day. How about you? Yeah, I had a great Labor Day, Kevin. I did a uh, 10-mile hike up in the mountains, so that was a lot of fun. That sounds like a lot of fun. We went up to uh, Mackinac City and stayed there on Lake Michigan side and watched all the all the I think there was thirty five thousand people who walked across Mackinac Bridge this year. Wow, thirty five thousand. Thirty five thousand this year. Yeah, we didn't do it because it was just about too crowded for us, but we enjoyed watching it. Had a good time up there. It's great weather, you know. And this time of year, you know what I'm getting excited about my annual um, Montana trip. I'm going to leave in a few weeks. Hopefully, catch some trout. So it's this time of year that I really look forward to. Trout is on the menu for Mr. Kevin Ray. That's a good thing. That means life is good in your side of things, right? Things are going good, yes. Yeah. Oh, glad to hear that. So uh, heading off to Montana soon, but before then, we've got a little bit of financial wisdom to uh, drop off for the folks, Kevin. And uh, as I mentioned, great show on the way today. Uh, If you've got questions for Kevin as we march through the show, by the way, you can ask questions very easily. Give him a call at 888-885-PLAN. If anything comes to mind or you're trying to prepare better for retirement, 888-885-PLAN is that number. All right, so if you are recently retired, or even better, if you're approaching retirement age, could be less than a year away, but even still two, three, four, five years away even, the world is a much different place than it used to be when our parents walked away from their paychecks. And so we're going to talk about how things are different for today's retirees here in our first part of the program. We've got four key ways we're going to point this out today. Kevin, the first on our list here is that it's okay to work beyond age 65 that's really no longer taboo like it used to be it isn't you know when when if you look back um say your grandfather walter because you're just a youngster um what age did he retire my grandfather Mm -hmm. gosh i don't know when he retired that's a great question i would i think it was in his 60s but i'm not 100 percent sure well i'm betting that when he you know started working and he enlisted or he didn't have a choice right he has started social security FICA paychecks coming out, you know, the money they take out of your check every week. I'm betting that at that time when he started, the typical age for a living, a male, was 65 years old at that time. So, you know, things have changed a lot since then. So we're living longer is is the point I'm getting at here. Yeah. And then, uh, so if we're living longer, that's why in our office, we're going to, you know, we're going to have you live until age 90, 95, because I want to make sure you have enough income. 
So there's not this, you know, this negative connotation either. And if you work over 65, how many people you know, Walter, 65 or older are still working? A good number, yeah, enough to enough to count on probably two hands or more. Yeah, I know quite a few. Quite a few of my clients are, and the reason is they, they enjoy doing it. And the thing is, you know, when you were, you know, say my my dad's age or his grandfather's age, you know, you didn't live uh, as long as we are today, as we had mentioned. But the other thing too is you had pensions. You had, you know, you almost everybody had a pension. It seems like then, so that helped you in retirement. You had your Social Security. Typically, that was enough. Today, it's not. It's typically not going to be enough to get you to and through retirement because, um, you know, because we're living longer. And then, like I said, a lot of people enjoy working after age sixty-five, and that's you. There's nothing wrong with it. We have lots of people that come in our office that do it just because they love what they're doing. If you don't have purpose, I can tell you this, Walter, from doing this the three plus decades you keep uh, mentioning about me is if you don't have purpose going into retirement, you're not probably going to enjoy it near as much as if you do. So you need something to do to keep you busy, to keep you going, to keep your mind going. And for a lot of people, it's going to be continuing to work, maybe part time. That's a great point. Yeah. So just realize that that unlocks a lot of power if you work beyond 65. Now, if you don't want to work beyond 65, well, that influences the financial and the retirement plan, certainly. But if you don't mind working beyond 65, it can change the math and the numbers a lot for somebody and help you accomplish those goals that you have. I just talked to my friend over Labor Day uh, weekend. He's looking for, he's going to work till he's 65, 67. just because he likes what he's doing. And uh, there's nothing wrong with that. So the, the stigma I think that used to be attached to it is not there anymore. Okay, good points across the board. Uh, how about another way that retirement today is a lot different than it used to be? Uh, point number two, being retired might be more expensive than, <laughs> than working was. Your life may become more expensive in retirement. That's definitely a big difference from the past, right? Well, it is. I mean, if you look at my dad, now remember my dad retired in, in the 90s. He, I think it was 52 years old when he retired. And he had his health care. He worked for General Motors, his health care plan in place. Because if we're looking at what's higher, you know, what carries a higher price tag today, it's going to be health care cost, you know, fitness, Walter. You just said you walked 10 miles, right? Yeah, a hike 10 miles. Don't come, don't, don't come, height. don't shortchange me, Kevin. It was, it was 2,000 feet of elevation gain. Come on. There you go. So you're, you're more in the fitness level of it than yeah. lots of people are. I mean, in nutrition, you know, I like energy drinks. Those aren't cheap. So the things to stay. You're, wait, wait, wait. You're an energy drink guy? I, I would, do. I wouldn't have predicted that. You're a Red Bull man? No, I'm not a Red Bull. I like oh, okay. Zoa. Zoa is my favorite one. Zoa? I, I haven't I heard of that for, one. Do it for the taste more than the energy. So I'm pretty sure yeah. my heart would explode if I had one yeah. of those. I can barely take coffee, and and I'm getting heart palpitations. <laughs> well, there, <laughs> there's another thing. I'm not a I'm not a coffee drinker either. Uh, so so oh, you, yeah. you got to get your caffeine fix and something yeah. else. Though. And I never. Yeah, this, I know we're getting off the subject. Sorry, but yeah. I'm taking yep. I'm taking you off the rails. But uh, but that uh, I only started <laughs> doing it maybe five six years ago. So nice. I got a ways to go. Yeah. Cool. But retirement's going to come with a higher price tag when you you know people coming into my office. Now versus 30 years ago when I used to do this, like you said, you're, you're going to be more healthcare costs, more fitness costs, nutrition. It's not hard to get on, you know, some nutrition um, plan where it's, you know, you're paying every month to do that. And you want to stay as active as long as possible. A lot of people, too, they're going to do some big travel plans. I just said I'm going to Montana. You know, that they don't give that away, Walter. We do that every year, so it's got to be planned for. Hobbies. Do you know anybody's got an expensive hobby? 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. But people who do boating and all sorts of things. Yeah, boating, you know, boat stands for, right? You give away your money or something like that. Bust out another thousand. Bust out another like thousand. That. Yeah, so that's, that's good. those hobbies can be very expensive, <laughs> right? <laughs> but, you know, the bottom line is there's no guarantee that the expenses will decrease in retirement. And pretty much there's a guarantee they're going to increase in retirement. Because if you look back generations upon generations, you know, it's it's increased for years. We had a postcard from 1956. We visited a um, kind of a throwback in time area up in Mackinac last week. And you know how much the stamp was in that, uh, the stamp was in that postcard? No. Uh, three uh, cents. Three, I was going to say less than 10 maybe? Th- yeah, three, three, three cents. cents. Wow. Yeah, th- today, what is it, 52, 54? I can't remember. It's gotten expensive to send a letter. Yeah. yeah. So I remember when I was in, in school, you know, a gallon of gas was 50 cents. Now it's close to $4. I can go on and on and on. You know, in just this last couple of years with inflation kicking in, we all know what's going on out there with the price of groceries. So if you're going to retire in the next year, like you were saying, the next year or two, it's probably going to be more expensive than what your parents were, per se. Because in the old ways, you know, we'd say take 20, 30% from what you were making, and you probably can get by on that. I'm finding more and more and more that doesn't work. We need to plan for more income. Yeah, it's a great point. I think this is a really, really big thing to nail down for folks that previous generations didn't have to focus on very much. You just kind of knew how much you were going to spend during your days in retirement. And now that could just be way higher than when you were working. And it just really changes the math. It does make it harder to retire today. Uh, But there are still solutions, as Kevin was already kind of outlining for you a little bit, what goes into the planning process to solve for that particular problem. So two things so far, it's okay to work beyond age 65 and being retired might be more expensive than when you were working. Two big ways that retirement is different today than it used to be. And it's why maybe in past generations, your parents didn't need a financial advisor. You just retired, you got your social security, your pension, and that was life. But now there's a lot more moving parts, and that's why you have somebody like Kevin Ray on your side to help you navigate through these difficult waters and help you through these tough decisions. If you are in Pinconning or any of the surrounding communities uh, throughout the Tri-City area, come on by, meet with Kevin, talk about your financial plan and what needs to change, what needs to be adjusted. You can call 888 888- 885 plan to set up a time to visit. If you get the voicemail, just leave a quick note. Kevin and the sensational Stacy will follow up with you to set up that time to chat. 888-885-PLAN. Again, is that number 888-885-7526. All right, Kevin, another way that retirement's different today is that retirees today often have a lot more problems to juggle than previous generations of retirees. Now, I don't know, previous generations might argue with that a little bit. What's your definition of a problem, Sonny? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) What do we mean by this, or at least where are we heading with this concept? I can use my dad for an example on this. You know, like I said, he worked for General Motors and got the health care, you know, taken care of pretty much for, I would say, up about the last couple of years. Now his deductibles have gotten more. We just had to have a procedure done for him, and now we're paying the deductibles, all those types of things. And today we have to worry about what? If we're living longer, Walter, what are most people that, let me give you, let me give you a hint, what are most people worried about that they never planned for? Oh, the, the health care stuff, right? Right, right. Nursing home, mm-hmm. assisted living needs, those types of things. Now when my grandmother 
retired, she took care of her mother. And that was common back then. So, you know, my great-grandmother lived with my grandmother. And that happened quite often. Now we have to worry about, well, what happens to our spouse? Do we have a nursing home? Do we have assisted living? How are we going to plan for that? Where are the dollars going to come from? Uh, all those types of things. So when you, you know, you're providing help for maybe your aging parents, just like I talked, or you have how many grandparents now have uh, grandkids, Walter, that you know of? Live, or that they're financially dependent on that are dependent on the grandparents yeah mm-hmm. way way more than it should be right there's a lot now when i was in mackinac city last week there was help wanted signs everywhere are you seeing that where you're at absolutely yeah, yeah. everybody's I mean, needing help everybody's needing help but i don't know where the help went so there's families out there that are still living home i know a fellow's 50 years old living back with mom and dad so those things you know when you're going into retirement that's some of the problems we're talking about some of maybe the kids move back in or some one of them do or the grandkids because whatever's going on out there all these things that are you know that really weren't there prior to say my dad's generation are seeming to come back and then I wouldn't say a lot but I'd say maybe one out of 20 times we have to plan for that in our office somebody's going to take care of the grandkids they are taking care of the grandkids you know they're they're making sure that they're going to school they're living with them they're paying you know the clothes you know clothes and books and foods and all those things mm-hmm. that come down the road so there's going to be a little bit more problems I think just generation that previous ones haven't seen and that's just some of them it's a great point. Yeah. And it's so expensive to, you know, we talked about how expensive it is for retirees. We'll just think about how expensive it is for children to raise a child these days. Right, right. Uh, it's incredible how much cost goes into that. Um, and, you know, not even factoring in college and schooling at that point, just the early on stuff is a lot. So, yeah, it's a lot to juggle than uh, maybe previous generations had to deal with. At least the concerns are different and maybe um, more expensive than the previous generations dealt with. Last but not least, Kevin, let's point out one more difference between retiring today versus in the past, and that would be retirement portfolios today. This goes back to the longevity point that you were talking about, but it, not only does it impact expenses and how long we're working and all those kinds of things, but now we've got to design a portfolio that can last for 30 or more years of expenses, and that's its own challenge that previous generations didn't have to worry about. Well, that's where our simplicity process comes into play. We're talking about expenses, right? How many did we go through here just recently? You know, healthcare, round off at least a dozen of them, right? Lots of them, right? So, in that planning process, we can account for, if not all of them, the majority of those expenses that are coming down the road that you want to plan for. Long term care, what happens? To your long-term care i can show that into your simplicity report if you're going to get in trouble or not what about if you live till 95 um i can you know we want to project that and we want to put inflation in there so we can see that you're both gonna you're both going to get there there's all kinds of things that we need to look at for the next 30 35 years you if you retire at 60 there's a good chance and you in your marriage there's a good chance one of you're going to be here till 90 95 we need to you know look at the income so if one of you passes somebody's going to be missing income how do we make that up how do we make sure your spouse is okay how do we do all of those things how do we make sure all the uh, travel expenses that we talked about are covered and all those things well it's it's in that simplicity plan we have life events we can put in there we have you know income that we put in there we we're going to look for shortfalls your shortfall is the the money that's missing from the monthly income that you're going to need how are we going to plan for that 
all those things come together and it takes about an hour, an hour and 15 minutes, Walter. It's not hard to sit down and, and start that process and get it going. And it starts with the person, obviously. You know, we can't we can't make them pick up the phone. We can't, you know, get them past procrastination. They have to do that. So it starts with the person. That's what I always say. It starts with you. It doesn't start with your neighbor. It doesn't start with your kids. It starts with you. So if you're worried about all of these things that we've been talking about, it's it's not that hard to plan for. I think people think it's a lot harder to sit down and talk to an advisor and get the planning process going than it actually is. And all of those things will come to light, you know, the life events that we're talking about and the vacations and maybe the long-term care and how do you plan for all that stuff? It's all in a simple plan going forward. That's why we call it simplicity. We want to keep it simple. So if that's you and you're worried about all those things, stop worrying, take the first step, See your advisor, get that planning process going. Good points across the board so far today, Kevin. The number to call to set up that time to visit to go through the planning process with Kevin Ray and the team at Insight Folios is 888-885-PLAN. Just call that number if you get the voicemail. Leave a quick note with your contact info. And the sensational Stacy or Kevin will follow back up with you and set up that time to visit. You can start with a simple phone call like that or come on in and meet in the office or via Zoom if you prefer to meet uh, on the web as well. Lots of different options for you, but the planning is consistent and the same no matter what. The plan isn't the same, but the planning process will be similar and help take you through. Make sure you uncover all of those hidden gems inside of your portfolio. Make sure that you are planning for all these different moving parts we talked about on today's show. It may sound overwhelming when we talk about all the problems here on the radio, but that's the great thing about the planning process that Kevin has in place. It's systematic, and it's able to uncover all these things and make sure they're addressed without overwhelming you through the process. So again, that number to call is 888-885-PLAN. If you want to simplify retirement and simplify your financial life, this is the number to call, 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. If you prefer to go on the website first, you can do that, insightfolios.com. Click the Listen button. You can ask questions, check out past episodes of the show, and uh, also get in touch with Kevin that way as well. Insightfolios.com. Or again, call 888-885-PLAN. More to come on today's show, age and wisdom on our agenda today. Uh, How can we get older but wiser at the same time when it comes to our retirement plans? Plus a listener question or two on the way. So stay tuned. More to come on Simply Financial. After a while, all that financial noise seems to run together. In 1930, the Republican-controlled House of Representatives, in an effort to alleviate the effects of the anyone, anyone, the Great Depression passed the anyone? Anyone? It's time for a fresh perspective. Keep listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. Rocking and rolling on today's show. This is Simply Financial with Kevin Ray at Insight Folio, serving you in the Tri City area based in Pinconning. You can find Kevin online at insightfolios.com. If you want to listen to past episodes of the show or ask questions to be featured on a future program, you can uh, go to the website and click the listen button. Again, that's insightfolios.com. Kevin has about three decades of experience helping families plan for their financial futures and specifically to get to and through retirement. And that means, Kevin, unfortunately, that you've got a little bit of age on you with three decades of experience. There's no way we can get around that part, right? We can't. 
But you bring a lot of wisdom to this show as well. And there's an old quote that says, age is the price of wisdom. And so you know that well from a financial planning standpoint. And I want to talk about how that might apply to our listeners as well as they get ready for retirement. First, before we dive into numbers and all that kind of stuff, I'm just curious, how do you see your clients changing their perspectives about what money and wealth mean to them as they get older? Well, that's a really good question, Walter. You know, as they get older, let's say that, you know, somebody comes, a typical person that comes into my office, we'll sit down there and they are all about growth. We got to grow that, you know, pot of money to whatever dollar figure they have. And as they get older, now they're thinking about income. So they're, they're, you know, their perspective is going to change. Not so much at growth as the income. How are we going to fill those shortfalls? How are we going to do, you know, make it last to our 90, like we just talked about? So the pers- that's the perspective I'm seeing is change. All right, we, did we, number one, do we have enough to do what we want to do? Number two, how are we going to take that money that we saved and how are we going to turn it into income because the, the paycheck stop? And number three, how do we make sure we don't run out of money uh, going into retirement if there's a long-term care or what, what all those things we talked about earlier come down the line? So your perspective, I see on average changes from growth to income. And then as you get further in life, it's going to change down there too. But that's the big you know, the big perspective change is going to happen when I sit down and I talk to people that are getting ready to retire is that they're going to take the, their, their focus off growth and how do I get income from this now because my paycheck stopped. Mm. That's a great point. And so as those attitudes change, I'm curious if you're hearing anything consistently from the people that you meet with where did they ever say they wish they'd known earlier or wish they'd done something differently when they were younger? How has their, that wisdom sort of led them to reflect back on their past financial life? Wow, we hear that too. You know, I wish I'd have started saving, you know, when my first paycheck or when I was 16 or whatever. There's, you, you've seen those examples, Walter. If you start, you know, if you save $2,000 a year from say 18 to 26 and it gets a decent return, you'll get half somewhere around a million. But if you wait till age 26 to 65, you have less less money. It's just because of the compounding interest that's going on in there. So people are always saying, you know, I should have started earlier. I should have took advantage of the 401k where at least they matched. We should have, you know, increased our contributions to our 401ks each and every year to our IRAs each and every year. We should have done all these things because when you get older, You'll see that pot of money, and sometimes it's big, sometimes it's mediocre, sometimes it's small, but it started when you decided to you know, fund those, those programs getting to retirement. So overwhelmingly, most people are going to tell me they wish I had to start saving earlier. Mm. Yeah, that's a really good point. So if you're younger listening to today's show, let that be a lesson from the folks who have come before you and reached retirement age and what they wish they had done sooner. Save, save, save as much as you can. Even if you, you're not seeing that payoff in the moment, it's going to help you down the line. So as people approach retirement nowadays, Kevin, do you find that they are worrying about financial issues more or less than they did when they were younger? Or is it just different? I think it's different, Walter. I, you know, like I said, they're not worried about growth. They're worrying about outliving their money. So that's the issue that they're that they're concerned on. When people come in our office, they want to make sure that you know they get through retirement without any without any 
money issues. So how do you do that? Well, that's where the planning comes in. You know, we're going to figure out how much income you need. We're going to put some inflation on there. We're going to have it run to age 90, 95. Once we go through that step with our clients, and then we're we're going to point out your shortfall. So you have Social Security coming in, you have pension coming in, but you're still short money. You're short maybe $2,000 a month. Then what we're going to do is we're going to solve. We're not going to sue. We're going to solve how we take what you've earned and what you saved up to this point, and how are we going to fill that shortfall? How are we going to have that $2,000 a month coming in? Once I get to the education portion of this, what we do in the Simplicity and I show them how to fill that shortfall without selling, you know, sometimes principal or, or interest, or, you know, we're going to use dividends, we're going to use interest, we're going to use whatever it is, and we they can see that, how we're going to fill that shortfall, that takes a lot of stress off them, and then they can go into retirement and have the fun they're looking for. So if you're worrying about that, you need to get that answered before you get into retirement. Make sure you're going to understand how you're going to fill that shortfall going into retirement, and what we call your retirement number. What Average rate of return you have to average on your assets going from here to age 95 so you don't run out of money. If it's a higher number like 6%, well, that's probably not doable. If it's a lower number like 3%, well, that's more than doable in most cases. So find out that number before you go into retirement and find out how you're going to fill that shortfall. Those are two critical steps that you got to figure out before you sign the papers and, and leave your work. Again, the number to call is 888-885-PLAN if you want to meet with Kevin and have a conversation about your plan and run those numbers, 888-885-7526. Kevin's your financial coach at Inside Folios. As a reminder, if you're just joining us, he's the co-author of the book Navigating Through Retirement, Born and Raised in Pinconning. And again, you can call 888-885-PLAN to talk about your financial future and how to put together the best plan possible. We're talking about age and wisdom, and as you get older, you also should be getting a little wiser as well and how that changes the perspective on money and finances and retirement planning. Do you find people changing their opinion about leaving a legacy financially as they get older? Kevin, when you when you ask people that, do they say they want that last check to bounce or are they wanting to leave as much <laughs> as possible to the kids? Well, you know, I think we have about a 50-50 response on okay. that. Okay, that you know, sounds about right. Sometimes it's the last dime on the last day, right? I want to spend my last dime on my last day. If I have a, if I have $5 left over, I should have had another Corona um, type thing. And then other times as people get older, they're, you know, they've done a good job, their income is fine, and maybe they're getting, and I've noticed this, Walter, and you get around, you know, 80 and up, your, your attitude is going to change a little bit. And now you're going to think about, well, I've saved all this money. I want it to go to my kids and I want it to go to them the best possible way and least amount of taxes and I want to leave them a legacy and I want to do all these other types of things. So there's planning on both sides of it. If you want to spend your last dime on your last day, I can show you how to do that. If you want to leave a bigger legacy, I can show you how to do that too. And how do you do it? It's all in the same planning process and it takes you, you know, to start that planning process and figure that out before you get too far down the line and you want to know um, those answers. Another great point there, Kevin. Yeah, so the uh, legacy conversation is an important one to have, and it's okay if your opinions and what you want to do is different from somebody else. Let's tackle one more angle here. As we talk about big, impactful things that our attitudes might change about or might feel differently as we get older, risk is a really important one to assess. And so let's end there. Do you see people changing their opinion about taking risk with their money as they get older? Do Do we get more, do we get riskier, or do we want to avoid it a bit more? with older age you know 
Um, let's go. 15 years ago, I'd have said people want to definitely take risk off the table. Okay. They don't want as much risk as, you know, when they were working. But nowadays, it's, it's different. You know, people oh. are, are comfortable with buying stocks and mutual funds and bonds and all those things because the generation that's getting ready to retire, my generation, have been, you know, investing in such, you know, vehicles for maybe 20, 30, 40 years. So they understand the risk and they understand, you know, markets come back, they always have, and they understand that if the markets go down, it's going to affect their account value. But what they don't understand is how that's going to affect their income. And that's where we come in here. That's what I love doing. So if the market goes down, how are you going to produce that income to fill those shortfalls? And most of the time, you know, you can use risk vehicles, you can use, you know, stocks, certain stocks, those types of things to fill that void. So if the market goes down, you're still getting paid. That's where the, the risk difference is nowadays. All right. So if the market goes down, how does it affect my income? Where prior I used to see, I got to get rid of most all my stock accounts. I, I want 80% bonds and 20% stocks in this particular uh, instance I'm talking about. That's not so nowadays. It's more of a 50-50, 60-40 mix that when I sit down and I start talking to people that they're comfortable for. They're actually taking, they're more comfortable taking more risk on average for the people that I see that come into the office, uh, Walter. Another great way to look at things here, Kevin. So that's why it's important to put a financial plan together. You can take advantage of not only your own wisdom as you've gotten older and your new insights, perhaps, into money, finance, and retirement, but also tap into Kevin and uh, his three decades of experience and wisdom gained in this industry as well. Kevin, if somebody wants to go through the planning process, how have you crafted it and made it so that you're going to lead somebody to that more successful financial future in front of them? Well, it's very easy. You just you give our office a call. And like we said, the sensational Stacy will put you on a calendar. She'll email you what you need to bring in. And the first visit you come within an hour to an hour and 15 minutes, you will have a really good idea whether going into retirement or you're getting prepared for retirement, whether it's feasible or not. We can show you your shortfall. We can show you your retirement number that very first visit you come in. And then we can show you how to fill shortfalls. And we can go through all of that and then the education starts. So once we start educating you about how to, you know, when your paycheck stops, how to take your savings and turn them into paychecks, all of those things will come in the second or third meeting. But that first meeting is the hardest for most people. And the majority of the time I'll, I'll hear when people walk out, I would say 90% of the time, I'm in a lot better shape than I thought I was. And if you're not in that good of shape, we're going to tell you. I mean, we're not we're not going to mince words. We're just going to say, you know, you got to save more. You got to spend less. You got to work longer, whatever it is. But the thing is here, you'll have a plan and you'll know, and you can probably speed that process up to get to retirement earlier. Because once you have it down in front of you and you understand it, then it gets easier. Then we can, you know, we can make tweaks and we can make suggestions and we can help you through 401ks and the plannings and all those other types of things. So don't shy away from it. Get that planning process done because that's the number one thing that I see when people go into retirement. They really don't have a plan. And then you'll see people unfortunately have to go back to work some, you know, part time someplace and they really don't want to. Don't let that be you. You know, start that planning process. Again, that number to call is 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-PLAN. Call that number. If you get the voicemail, leave a quick note, and uh, we'll follow up with you to set up that time to visit. Come in, meet one-on-one -on -one with Kevin. 888-885-PLAN. This is a complimentary review that you can get of your financial situation. Find out where you are right now and then how to get to where you need to be. 
in retirement. 888-885-PLAN, 888-885-7526 is that number. And always online at insightfolios.com. More to come on today's show. You're tuned in to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. We believe it only takes three steps to build your financial future, and that's it. You shouldn't waste your time getting bogged down by complicated numbers and confusing financial products. Why worry with the minutiae? Three steps is all it takes. Step one, you talk. Step two, we act. And step three, here comes the fun part. You relax. Come in for a visit with our team. We'll listen as you explain your needs, dreams, and desires. We'll then craft and implement a financial plan to achieve your goals. And don't worry. As life happens, we'll adjust your plan. All you have to do is take it easy. Don't make retirement harder than it should be. Schedule your visit with our team. Call 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. We're only a phone call away. 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. It's getting to know you time. Well, it's time to get to know Kevin Ray a little bit better on today's show. Kevin, you and I both love fall time. And since we are starting to turn that corner a little bit, the trees are going to start changing colors before we know it. So it's a simple question this week. What's your favorite fall color? Are you more of the the goldens? Do you like the reds and the oranges, the the straight up real bright yellows? What's your favorite? Or do you like it when it's already kind of dead and just everything's brown? (laughs) No, no, I don't like it when it's dead and everything's brown. Trust me. (laughs) I look forward to spring to get some green back, but... um... You know, if I'm thinking about it, those maples, once they turn, you know, those maples, they got that reddish that color. That red is pretty yeah. hard to beat. Yeah. That's pretty hard to beat. And then the flaming bushes that you see. So those are you know, those are my favorite. And then we're going out to Montana. We'll probably see those when we're floating down the river. It's just, it just gorgeous to me. I mm-hmm. really, really, you know, like that time of year. But I know when the leaves fall, I'm not going to like it so much. So let's keep the leaves as long as we can this year. How about you? you? I like the orange. Back east, I like the oranges. I just always loved the bright orange. Out here in Colorado, I am, you kind of got to be a fan of the golden because we get those aspens yes. all turning that same golden color. So you just get these fields of gold. But I'm going to go with the red because they're not as prevalent, right? Red is a little bit more rare. And so, and out here at least, when you get that red tree, up against all of the gold it just really pops so it sticks yes yeah, yeah i'm gonna go with those every once in a while you just get that red tree that just really pops and those maples and those kinds of things i just to me that's just such a pretty color to see in nature so well we're on the same page I'll go for that change. Yeah, yeah 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 we'll go with the reds so yeah. all the others are nice and complimentary honestly and that's what it is right it's 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 the plethora of colors that you get that's the magic but well i go to atlanta a lot in the fall i belong to a place called canada creek ranch and we have what's called the ridge, and you can see for miles when the, when the trees start to change color. It's magnificent up there. So Yeah, yeah, that's, it's so cool when you get into those, uh, into those areas. We did a hike last year, last fall, through an area that had just, you know, aspen grove after grove. And it's just orange is, and gold as far as the eye can see. And those little leaves are just so cool when they fall and you kind of walk on them. It's like walking on a red carpet almost. It's kind of yeah. a different, they're not super crunchy usually, like uh, kind of like the eastern leaves would be. They're almost not velvety, but kind of more in that direction a little bit. I don't know, I just find walking on them kind of fun. So 
When anyway. you see those leaves, I always think of rooster cockburn, right? Because they filmed up in the mountains, and those are the that's what you saw. I'm a, yeah. big, I'm, a, I'm a big John Wayne fan, so yes. that's what I always think of. Yeah, yeah. You, you you tend not as much as food, but you tend to work John Wayne into the show every once in a while. Yeah, yeah I do, I do. Food definitely we work in, but uh, John Wayne gets his uh, gets his place every once in a while too. All right, good stuff. That's getting to know Kevin a little bit better on today's show. Hope everybody enjoys a bit of the turn of the season to the fall this year. Uh, more coming up. We'll answer some listener questions before we wrap up for the week coming up next stay tuned life is complicated it's full of twists turns and complex issues the last things you need while planning your financial future are confusing numbers and advisors who just offer you a sales pitch we believe there's a simpler way to invest your financial plan should be built on a plan that's made just for you it's all about discovering your goals and designing a strategy that will help you get where you want to go and don't worry we'll track your progress along the way stop wandering your way through your investing life come in for a visit today to schedule a visit call 888 888- 885 plan that's 888-885-7526 no need to complicate it this is simply financial almost time to wrap things up this week on simply financial with kevin ray your financial coach at insight folios but before we do I want to answer one of our listener questions we've got one here from jerry if you'd like to submit a question to be featured on a future show you can do that at insightfolios.com Jerry says, Kevin, I'll be inheriting about $125,000 in an IRA from my mom who passed away three months ago. Three questions for you, all right? How do we avoid taxes on this investment? Should we merge it with one of our existing accounts or keep it separate? And what's the best way to then invest the dollars? Hmm. All good questions, uh, Jerry. So how do you avoid taxes on this investment? Walter, we talked a little bit ago about legacy, right? Yeah, that was a big so part of our conversation today. Yeah, this would have been a really good legacy question. How do we, so Jerry, you know, you're inheriting 125000 That's a nice um, gift to get. But prior to that, there could have been some other things to do. We'll get into that maybe a little bit. But how do you avoid taxes on it? You cannot, Jerry. If it's a traditional IRA, all of it's going to be taxable. So what the new law says, though, is you have to take out required minimum distribution and you have to do it over a 10-year time frame now a couple of things have changed two years ago they said as long as that account is emptied at the end of the 10th year the irs doesn't have any problem with you this year they they're rethinking this and they haven't made a firm decision on next year but this year you can still not take what's called a required minimum distribution from but next year you may start having to do that so keep an eye on the laws out there jerry what's what's going to happen on there should you merge it with one of your other accounts? You cannot. It's going to be an inherited IRA. It has to stay that way and be liquidated over that 10-year time frame. And what's the best way to invest it? Well, Jerry, that depends on you. If you're married, you have pensions, you, what, what have you saved for retirement, all those other types of things, that's where the simplicity plan is going to come into place. You need to sit down and figure that out before you invest the money from which your mom has left you. And then in that planning process, you'll probably leave some sort of legacy for your kids too. So now if this if the same type of thing's happening, 125000 is going to go to your children, we can probably help you cover a lot of that taxable portion that you're going to go down into now because you're going to have to pay taxes and all that. You can spread it over 10 years, lessen the tax impact, but you can't get away from the taxes. There are ways to do that in legacy planning, such as life insurance, conversions, a couple of different ideas that we throw around to people, but you're gonna have to start that now. So the biggest key, Jerry, is 
you know, I don't. I wouldn't necessarily wait to the tenth year to then liquidate that hundred twenty-five thousand because it's probably going to grow, and you're going to owe taxes on that whole amount. I would start looking at taking piecemealing things out year by year by year. But in order to get you a solid answer, that's where that planning process comes in. And that's where we need to sit down and we need to forecast and look out in the future to see what's the best way tax-wise for you to do that. I hope that makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. And Jerry, that gives you some good guidance there. And anybody else who's in a similar situation uh, to Jerry, hopefully that gives you good direction as well. You can see how easy it is to start picking apart the problems that might exist in your financial plan and how uh, how vast all of the different moving parts are in anyone's plan. But if with a proper process, you can get to and through retirement uh, with a better idea and a uh, plan that's going to bring you that confidence uh, to achieve all the goals that you have in your retirement retirement years. So if you want to talk to Kevin about that plan and start the process with him, you can go through a complimentary review. 888-885-PLAN is the number. That's 888-885-7526. It's all about planning and being proactive, and that's what Kevin's going to help you do when it comes to your money and finances into the future. 888-885-PLAN is your number to call. 888-885-PLAN. And always online at insightfolios.com. Kevin, thanks for all the help and assistance on the show today. I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I hope you have a great week ahead. You too, Walter. We'll talk to you next week. Catch up with everybody next time right back here on Simply Financial. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through Insight Folios, Inc., a registered investment advisor. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Insurance products and services are offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions. Insight Folios, Inc. does not offer legal or tax advice. Kevin Ray is an investment advisor representative of Insight Folios, Inc.